Hey, Mark. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm fantastic. Fantastic. Oh, good. Okay. Well, today on Let's Laugh and Share podcast, I'm sitting down for a conversation with Mark Williamson of Flame, the Flame Keepers Hat Club of Harlem, New York. How's your day going? Um, everything is well. Really awesome. Um, thank you for the invite. Happy to be here. <laughs> okay, great, great. Okay, so um, I was thinking about, you know, as I always do when I'm having a conversation for the podcast, where to start the conversation at. And um, I guess I, the first thing, I guess I just want to, want people to know you know just anyone that doesn't know you and about what you're doing in Harlem I, I want to know if you could just tell me start with you know how you started with hats and you know where you are today absolutely so um again my name is Mark Williamson I'm the CEO founder and creative director of Flame Keepers Hat Club um we are located in Harlem at 121st Street and St. Nicholas on the corner. So um, we've been there. We're in, in our eighth year right now, and um, it's been a super great experience. Um, I myself have been in the hat business, you know, over 20 years. Uh, my story is I started, I was a college student, needed a part-time job, had three job interviews one day. The first interview was at a hat shop. I got hired on the spot, you know, as a stock person, uh, worked on weekends and after school. One thing led to another. They were, you know, curious about what, you know, I was doing, what I was interested in, where I was, you know, headed in life pretty much. I mean, I was messing around with music at that time, like, you know, doing beats and rapping and stuff like that, but they didn't know that. So they liked me. Uh, gave me more responsibility and um, one thing led to another and I eventually became a minority partner there and about I guess 10 years, 11 years ago now, time goes so fast, um, I left there and decided to do my own thing and uh, that's when I went up to Harlem and founded Flame Keepers Hack Club in uh, New York City. Okay. And what, like, um, I think I, in our um, pre-podcast conversation, I told you that I had a retail store in, in Harlem, and I love Harlem. I'm curious to know, why Harlem? Why'd you choose Harlem? Um, okay. When I was looking for spaces um, before, you know, I left the old company I was with, I, every weekend, you know, I would go to Brooklyn. I would go to Soho, Lower East Side, and go up to Harlem mm -hmm. and just, you know, feel the energy of these areas mm -hmm. and um, see where, you know, I wanted to start. And um, I mean, I like the energy in Harlem, one. Um, and also, you know, in Harlem, I was up there, people were wearing hats, actually. <laughs> so that was, you know, one of the determining factors. Uh -huh. So... Another factor was, okay, Brooklyn, you know, they've done a great job in Williamsburg and now, you know, spilling over to Bushwick. They've done a great job with reinventing the retail experience in New York City. In Brooklyn, and, you're talking about. Yeah, and I okay. feel like 
Harlem, you know, is still it's still unfolding now, but I saw it unfolding then, and so I decided I would, you know, want to be a part of something at the beginning uh-huh. that was unfolding rather than go and fit in somewhere and do my thing. So uh-huh. that that was one of the main reasons that I chose Harlem. Uh, okay, so you could kind of, so you kind of, did you, did you feel like you can kind of go to Harlem and create it in Harlem? Like, create, like adding to what it was becoming? Yeah, yes, that's exactly it. Because there were a couple of spaces that were already there. Um, there was a vintage clothing shop. Um, I forget the name of it. Uh, two great guys, Terry and Jonathan. Uh, there was Harlem Haberdashery, which is uh, still there. Uh-huh. And, um, so I liked the energy of what they were doing and you know I wanted to become a part of that community you know these were small black businesses but that were definitely you know making a mark and having something to say and having people feel something positive and progressive is going on in Harlem so you know I just wanted to be a part of that I love it yeah um yeah, I am. Um, of course, I did a little bit of research about you, and I, I see that you were written up in. Um, uh, you were written up about your style. Hmm. Okay, so that yeah. that's <laughs> this is the laugh podcast, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Stop it! Come on, be serious. <laughs> you, I, and I looked at a lot of the images, and I looked at it was Time Out Magazine actually. Yep. that you were written up in um, mm-hmm. and probably more but that's one of the ones that I actually looked at and I looked at him like wow this dude does have really great style where do you pull your inspiration from um I mean as far as style you know uh, from things that I like from you know people that I see people that I see really you know, doing things that I like, and, and I do, and I do what feels good. You know, mm-hmm. and I, I do what feels good, tastefully. You mm. know, according according to my taste. Yeah. You yeah, know, according think, to my taste. You know. Yeah. Again, I looked at the photos, and I'm like, wow, he does. You implement a lot of things that I think maybe some men could be from just looking at men that I see on a day to day basis that they could be afraid of you know implementing like you had some scarves and just the way that you were draping things I'm like wow he has an eye well yeah I feel like even for what I do where we are today like at Flame Keepers Hat Club um, one of the things that I commonly speak on with men like and they can come in with their wives their girlfriends or they could just be women shopping in the space as well and it's that, you know, men, we don't reinvent ourselves enough. Mm, yeah. you know, women reinvent themselves maybe a couple of times a year. Um, maybe a different hairstyle. E- even if it's braids, we're going to get different braids. Okay, we're going to go blonde. We're going to go this or that. Like, <clears throat> you know, men get, you know, men will get the same haircut for 10 years. So one thing I'm definitely a promoter of and I'm big, I'm an advocate of, you know, men reinventing themselves. Like, I feel like men should reinvent themselves once a year. So, mm. 
Mm. Even if it's, um, it, it may be your haircut. It may be growing your beard. It may be shaving your beard. It may be, you know, getting into wearing colorful socks. It may be, you know, just something that will, you know, enhance your living experience. Yeah. How so could you, how do you, so, um, I love that you're saying that because you're absolutely right. And I think that even with women, I think that sometimes we can be, I mean, I feel like I'm an artist at heart, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think even as women, we can get caught in feeling, wanting to be safe. And when I looked at your photos, I'm like, this dude is taking chances and it's working for him. Like, I think you had on like a scarf and it was lavender and white or lavender and cream with something. I'm like, mm. he's taking chances. Like you, it didn't feel like you were trying to be safe or like inside any parameters. But I think, no. yeah, so. No, I mean, it took me a while to get there, you okay. know, because I grew up, you know, a fat kid and, um, you know, you have issues with confidence and so on and so forth so you know once you know I was able to evolve and um, get past certain things especially because I always liked clothing I always liked expressing myself Mm -hmm. Um, you know so once I got over that then there you know there are there's no place I won't go if I feel that it's tasteful and I feel that it works for me so again that's another thing that we focus on i have the i'm fortunate enough to be able to share with people with men women in what i do for a living is that you know i feel like you know we have one life to live yeah so we need to be you know we need to be living yeah so you know not thinking about it so much and so often or just go out there and live it try it and it doesn't it maybe it won't work yeah, you know, maybe what we think it won't work, but maybe it will. And usually, when we when things are working and we try different things, they open up other doors for us and and things that we may do or may be apprehensive about trying and doing. So, like we, I say, really open up and um, you know, really try something different. You know, yeah. uh huh. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, now I'm thinking about, so if, if someone is new, you know, to the two hats, but they're, they are attracted to them and they're like, you know, I want to try, I want to come into Flame Keepers Hat Club and pick out a hat. And how would you, if, would it be a different way that you would talk to a woman about a hat and a man? Like how, how do you go about teaching someone about hats? Um, well, one, I, I, I speak to a man, speak to a woman the same way, number one. And, um, and I don't know if, I mean, I don't call it teaching them about hats. Okay. Even though some people may look at it that way. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like I am, you know, opening you up to another way of expressing yourself. Love if it. it works, if it works for you. Mm-hmm. Because everything we wear is an expression of who we are. True. Mm-hmm. And it's saying who we are, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so I just feel like um, I am helping you. I'm assisting you in finding, if you don't wear hats and never have worn them, I'm assisting you in, you know, finding or digging out another aspect of yourself. 
that you haven't explored yet because it's it's in there. I'm not creating anything about you. Yeah, of course. You know, I'm not creating anything about you. It, it's just already in there. And, you know, it's something that might want to come out. Yeah, of course. So I'm helping you. You know, I'm fortunate enough to be, you know, helping you uh, on your journey. Yeah, yeah. What do you, I understand what you're saying. Um, I guess I was just, okay. Well, I am drawn to your, the hat that you have on, on the image that you sent me. Is that called a top hat? Yep, it is. It is. Do you have, now, is that hat unisex? Yes, absolutely. Wow. <clears throat> I mean, we, we actually sell more of that hat to women than we do men. Because it's hot. I can see you why. Know? Yeah, <laughs> and and also because, you know, women are just less apprehensive. Oh. Women, when it comes to fashion and visuals, like saying, trying new things, women just go for it. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll, they'll go for it. They're very aggressive in that way. And men are definitely they tend to be more worried about what someone might think you know Mm. upon trying something new so that that keeps men from trying a lot of new things or until they see someone in popular culture doing it Mm. you know then they may want to give it a try okay you know if if they're confident because Mm. if if they're not confident they may see someone doing it and admire it but say, ah, you know, but I can't do that. Oh, so. so you believe, so it's a confidence factor, not a risk factor. Oh, yeah. I mean, but risk, dealing with risk has to deal with confidence. I mean, Ooh. you anyone dealing with risk, <clears throat> you have to believe in something about yourself mm. to take the risk. Right. You know, right. you have to believe that you can accomplish whatever you're thinking of or you know, be a part of whatever you might want to be a part of, you you feel like you're worthy. So mm, that's I like, like I, I don't think people take risks without really being confident that, you know, they're going to win. Like, uh, it's funny, we were having a conversation in the shop the other day, and I don't know where, where it came from, but we got around to it. And I said to the person, I said, well, I said, you know, a criminal doesn't do a crime thinking they're going to get caught. Mm. They're doing it because they think they're going to get away with it. Mm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. so that's that's the risk in it so that's what I feel like when we any risks that we take is because we believe that you know we can win at whatever mm-hmm. it is that we're attempting to do got it yeah I guess you're right I guess I think about it in the sense of yeah you're right you're right I won't even go in that direction um Let's see, I had something in mind that I wanted to ask and it just left my mind that quickly. Um, oh, I do. Here it is. So um, the last conversation I had for the podcast was with your friend, Pell, right? Yep. And he told me that coming to your, like he, like we were talking about him and he was like, oh, you definitely need to have a conversation with my friend Mark from the Flame Keepers Hat Club. It's like a church. And I was like, wow, wow, that's something interesting. And I know that we touched on it for a small, like for a bit in our pre-podcast conversation, but like community is in my heart right now. Like I'm at a certain point in my life and I'm thinking about really who I really want to be at the core of who I am, right? Mm, mm. 
Um, So community is so important to me. Like it really is like just whatever I can do, whatever someone else like I want to build. I want to leave a legacy of love when I leave. Like community. So it's important to me. And when he said that, and again, just looking over the stuff that I've read about you, one of the things I saw was that community is big for you. Like, what is it that you feel? What is he talking about when he says he comes to your store and feels like this church going on? Um, <clears throat> again, like, uh, like you said, community is super big for me. Um, and I feel like, uh, you know, I mean, I was having the spiritual transformation when I opened flame keepers hat club so i was evolving personally and um just really understanding energy and understanding believing and you know thinking you know how thoughts become things and um so i was i learned very quickly upon opening that you know the hats are a vehicle at Flame mm. Keepers Hat Club. Okay. You know what I mean? That the hats are our vehicle. It's, it's definitely more about community and um <clears throat> community, love and great energy. Yeah. I mean that that's the definite fact. Um and that's what you know Pell was speaking about. Um and you know I surround myself with you know I I, I surround myself with people that I admire. Mm, I love you it. You know mm-hmm. I surround I surround myself with people I admire like you know, my my best friends are people that I really admire. And and that's what I, I tell people, you know, you want to, I tell young kids, you know, when I speak to classes sometimes and it, or just kids in the neighborhood, I'm just like, you know, surround yourself with people who have qualities that you admire, that you would love to emulate, or they may have qualities that you don't have that you would like to have. You know, and um, <clears throat> so that—that's really the way. When Pell says it's church, it's because uh, you can walk in, especially during the weekends, any given time, and there can be like six people there. You know, they all know me. A lot of times, they all know each other, but sometimes they just meet and become friends and become intertwined and become parts of each other's lives. You know? Yeah. Um, like you know, people, great people meet great people at Flame Keepers Hat Club, and <clears throat> that's nothing that I did myself. That was you know, that was God, that mm-hmm. was the universe, whatever you believe in. But that it was definitely a higher power yeah. that you know did that and and brings that energy, <clears throat> excuse me, to Flame Keepers Hat Club and to the people into the experiences that we have because you know the the community is very positive the community is progressive uh the community is encouraging you know the community is thoughtful uh the community is you know they're giving so that that is what makes what we do there at flame keepers hat club but as a community, that's what makes it super important, what makes it shine. Um, when people come in from out of town, people from all around the world, you know, I, I want them to leave and say, man, 
you know, that place, I, I could have stayed there. And, you know, quite a few people have said that, you know, they'll leave reviews or they'll put it on, you know, on Instagram and be like, man, you know, I, I got my hats, but, you know, I, I could have stayed there a couple of hours. <laughs> I love that feeling. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. um, and that's what, that's what I'm fortunate enough to be a part of with this community of people who has rallied around me and who encouraged me and to support me. That's the best way I can say that. I love it. I, I'm fortunate, you know? Yeah. yeah, I can see that. And just you, I can hear it in, um, in your voice and in your tone that it's all extremely sincere. So um, I love that. Um, let's see, because we still have a few more minutes. Yep. Um, I don't know. Is there anything so else? So let me that... ask you. Yeah, please. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> uh, why did you title um, your podcast the way you did? Why did you name your podcast? I love that you asked me a question back. Thank you. Yeah. Um, let's laugh and share because that's what I love to do. You know, um, I, I thought about, so I had COVID back in August, right? Mm-hmm. And um, when I got COVID, I was home for maybe like, it started as just eight days, but ended up being extended from there. But, um, and I was just thinking like, I stopped eating everything, right? After, okay. I, got, after I started getting better from COVID. Like I stopped eating a lot of things and then I just started juicing after that, right? Mm. So I started spending and I was juicing and I was only doing juices. Like for at least two months, I only did juice. Okay. And then I started implementing back meat, not not meat, but fish and vegetables. But for like two months, I did only fruits. If somebody came into my place, they would have been like, Kimberly, what's going on in here? Because my cabinets were packed, my refrigerator was packed. Like there was nothing but- It was a, a produce market. Huh? There you go. And during that time period, I was just talking to God and I was like, you know, and I've asked him before, would he put me here before? And he answered me actually. Mm. Um, but this time I was like, what is it that I'd love to do forever? Like, what is it? Every place when I had my own store, I would lock the door and people would be in there just talking. Um, and then, you know, started the plant-based skincare company. I'm selling people product, but we're talking. Mm. And I thought, I love conversations. Like I literally love conversations and I love laughter equally. Like literally I like if I had the courage to go on stage and just talk because I've had people tell me Kimberly you're you're hilarious you should be a comedian. But I don't feel a sense to do that, but I I thought those two things match my personality perfectly. Mm. I love conversation and I love laughter. And it just came to me one day when I was on the phone with somebody and he was like, you talk a lot. And I was like, yep, I love mm. conversations. And then I thought, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and start the podcast. Let's laugh and share a podcast. And then it's interesting because everything after it just flowed. Like I called my friend that is a, that a cartoonist and does the artwork. He didn't blink. He was like, I got you. And he just started working on it and it just started to just roll. And I know how when, like you were saying earlier, when you believe in something, when you, when you like with me, I just started putting effort towards it and it just started to manifest. And I was like, God, this is what I believe. Part of 
the reason why you may have put me here. There we go. Yeah, was that too much? No, <laughs> not at all. <clears throat> not at all. I mean, um, you, you're fortunate, you know, because I feel like everyone does not get an idea or, you know, come to the realization of their purpose. You know, and I and I feel like you know it's it's so much, you know, energy talk and this and that. You know, it, depending on you know your social media feed, you know, it almost becomes cliche. Yeah. You know, you know. So I, I don't. Sometimes I really don't even like using the words, but I, I feel like um, one one of the important things that we can do on our journey. And one of the one of the most important things that we can figure out is how we can enhance other people's lives. Yeah, you know because you know because we need it. Absolutely, we, we we have people enhancing our lives. You know, even whether we acknowledge that fact or not. Yeah, you know, so that that's one of the things that I feel like you know we should figure out how we can enhance someone's life it, it could be one person it could be a group yeah. you know it you know it doesn't matter but i think that's one thing that will um it, it comes back to you you know very quickly yeah and and, and, it, and when it comes back it's it's something that you really feel yeah you know what i mean it, it's something that you really really feel yeah. So and uh, I mean and and I'll give you one more story. It's like Please. when I was opening. So I had signed the lease and had an experience with the contractors. You know I learned, and um, but I had people who knew that I was opening, and you know some of these people, you know they would call me every two weeks or text me. Are you open yet? Yeah, you open yet? Yo, you know, and and that was that pressure, you know. Mm, and um, I felt it before, uh-huh. Yeah, and it's very interesting <clears throat> because Pell was one of those people. <laughs> you know. Ah. Like uh but and I remember you know he was he one Pell's a super very supportive man. Okay. I, yeah, I, I get that, that from him. Come on, yeah, he connected he, us he, really he, quick. He was like, yeah. You need to contact five. Yes. He he's a he's a very supportive man. And um like even you know, I bumped into him at at an event. Told him I had left the other place, was opening my own spot, and so he, you know, texted me. I said, "Oh, are you still working?" Because I, I was still, you know, doing what I could with clients, you know, until the place opened. And so he was like, "Okay, so I need this. I need this," and you know, he was. I think he was working for Universal at this time in Midtown. So he had me come drop him a hat, you know. And he didn't need that hat. And, you know, came to find out, he said, oh, you know, I, already, I even already, I already had this hat. You know? <laughs> and, um, but he was, he was living in Harlem at that time. Uh -huh. And like right down the block from Flame Keepers. So that's how we became like super tight. I mean, that's, you know, that's my brother. That's, you know, that's one of my mm -hmm. best friends. And um, that, that's, you know, God gave me this kind of these kind of things and these type of people and this type of understanding when I needed it. You know, when I was evolving, and because um, I, I learned a lot from Pell all the time. You know, and not just technical things or 
fashion things or computer things just in the way he moves and yeah. like that I, I like to surround myself again with people like that where I I can learn from the way they move and and I admire the way they move and it makes me want to be more like that you know because I, I feel like I can improve I want to improve always yeah. on who I am my being you know so you know that's just you know just a quick story about that but people were there they were calling and they were supportive and I mean if anyone is listening whoever's listening it's like yeah you know being supportive is a big deal and there are many types of currency you know money support support is not always about money yeah you know like I, I'm <clears throat> still doing what I'm doing because of support and like I said support isn't always about money there are many many different types of currency yeah. you know in, in this life well do this for me real quick name mm. some different types of support for people that may not understand that um spread the word about something mm-hmm. um check in on someone mm-hmm. on people doing things or just in life yeah. um encourage them yeah encourage people encourage people to step outside of their comfort zone yeah that that i think would be one of the biggest and most important like um like you said at the top of this conversation you spoke on being safe and you know safe is about existing mm. you know safe is safe isn't about living Mm-hmm. You know, safe. You 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 being safe. You're existing. You know, but life life is to be lived. Mm. You know, life is to be lived. So I I would just feel like that that would be a major form of support. Like you know, be encouraging and encourage people to step outside of their comfort zone. I think <clears throat> you know most people with children. You know, we do it with our kids. Mm-hmm. you know we do it with them as far as what they're learning or what their hobbies may be or what they may aspire to so but I, I feel like it's not only you know young people that need that push Yeah. you know we need adults need that push and they need that support and it is um, it's usually welcomed and you know people are people tend to be really grateful for it for that kind of support like that that has nothing to do with money yeah I agree with that and I have one more question for you because I know I told you a 25 minute block of time and we're on 31 right now (laughs) no problem um how is your faith how is your how has your faith helped you in your journey in becoming an entrepreneur and just your daily life, if you don't mind telling me that. <clears throat> I mean, my faith is everything. Okay. I would, would share that anytime. My, my, my faith is everything. Everything in my life, <clears throat> excuse me, is built on faith. Um, and it, it has definitely been enhanced, again, in the past 12 years when I really figured out things about myself and, you know, my journey and my purpose here. But, you know, I, I had faith 
when I was young, I, I started to understand faith because I felt like, you know, if you don't believe in something, I don't like there's not too much too many things here that are worldly that couldn't possibly let you down at some mm-hmm. point or another. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I feel like in that regard, uh, you know, what what do you rely on? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. what what do you lean on? And that was when I was a teenager, I felt that way. Mm-hmm. You know, and um but <clears throat> now my faith I mean, yeah, faith is everything to me. Everything to me um, is is what I do in Flamekeepers Hat Club. It is part of my everyday. It's a part of, you know, ninety eight percent of the interactions that I have with people in general. Every okay. person. Wow. Even if it's someone who's walking down the street and we're like, "Hey, what's good?" You know, or a car. You know, passing like especially in Harlem, be like, "Oh, hot man," or flame. You know, I, I just, you know, the faith is everything. I want to extend and wish, you know, blessings to you. Yeah. And, and I mean that when I say it. You know. Yeah. I want the very, I want the very best for you. Yeah. Or, or what you f- and 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 that is not what I feel is the best for you. That is what you feel in your heart. Mm. is the very best for you and what fills you yeah up that's i i wish for you to have that i love you it. know so i just want to be another voice again you know wishing you that you know extending goodwill and and hoping that you know speaking out that you have faith yeah yeah i love it i love it um, well, I normally ask people, or I don't normally, but I try to ask people if they have a funny story, but I won't ask you that. I won't put you on the spot and ask you if you have a funny story. <laughs> you, you, okay. you, huh? I said, okay, because I, I, I probably have a lot, but I, I would have to think of them. So yes, yeah, that would be on the spot. Yeah. And I'm going to have to figure out a better way to, 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 uh, to do that in future conversations. But, um. I don't know if there's if you don't have any other questions um, for me, which if you do, please feel free to ask me. But if you don't, then um, what are any um, closing remarks or anything that you'd like someone to know about you? Um, I mean, I, <clears throat> with me again, I, I don't feel like you know it being about me is important. I feel like it's about us. Yeah. You know, and I just feel like, you know, like your podcast says, like, um, the best advice I can give people is laugh and love. Mm. It's like, so this journey is quick and Mm. um, quicker for others than some others. You know, we never know. So live every day, live every day. And like I said, laugh and love. Yeah. You know, laugh, laugh hard and love hard. And yeah. if you are not around people who make you laugh hard and make you want to love hard, then you know, find new friends. I love that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's that is totally the heart posture that I'm at right now in my life. Like I'm totally about 
Like I have so much freaking love in my heart every single day. It's like bubbling over. And I think about God, I don't know when when you're when I'm gonna leave this place. So let me do the best that I can with this day. Absolutely. Well, well, well said. That that is <clears throat> that's a perfectly said. Like do do the best you can with every day. Yeah. And some some days are gonna be better than others. Some yeah. days are gonna be easier than others. Some days will be more fruitful than others, but like you said, do the best you can with every day. Yeah. That, that's what we can do. And, yeah. and, we, and, and in doing that for ourselves, we do that for each other. Mm, I like that. I love it. I love it. Mark, this has been fun. Yes, it's been fantastic, as yeah. I expected it to be. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for joining me today on Let's Laugh and Share podcast. I'm so grateful that Pell connected me to you. I wish you so much continued abundance and success and everything that your heart desires. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. All right, right back at you. And thank you again so much. You're welcome. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.